A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Welcome back um, from that week we missed. Uh, oh. Everyone out there listening, I'm Kyle Gagner here with Mike Heinish. Majorno. We're Fantasy Brews and we're a podcast here to help you compete in your leagues but not have to put in too much time over analyzing and researching. Make sure to go follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Brews Pod and subscribe to us on any streaming sites that we are on. Appreciate your uh, understanding uh, as we aim to help amateur fantasy football players. We are amateur podcasters and I lost all of our audio from last week, so sorry to all of our listener uh, about that. Yeah, it was a good, it was the best one yet. And uh, now it's gone. The laughs, the the laughs, and the fun. But hey, this is us. We're back. This is us. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be funny to anybody. <laughs> uh, today we're drinking Laser Snake from Three Floyds. This is how I imagine it sounds. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the picture of it reminds me of a gremlin. It looks like a gremlin, but it's like a, a laser snake. It's like a snake with lasers, yeah. It's an Indian. It's it's an IP. It's an IPA. Um, it's good. Mm-hmm. The hops are very Bavarian. Do you taste the Bavaria? Yeah, it's very very Bavarian. Yeah. Honestly, it just tastes like a typical IPA to me. It's, it's good, yeah. But I don't. Fit, there's nothing special about it. The cover art on the the box is really cool. It's interesting because it, I didn't realize it was three Floyds. It makes me think of almost. I'm about to embarrass myself. What is Fantasy Factory? Is that a Oh, that's like a some of the K. That's a, a, no. a, a yeah. carbon, carbon. Yeah, it just. It, I wonder if the same artist did, but yeah, who no. cares? <laughs> this guy's. This is in Ohio. Like the brewery. Yeah. No. Yeah, but like just the art. No. Like, you know. You can't do this in same. Ohio. You have. You can't do it. No arts illegal over there. Well, no, just from different states. When a football game is legal over there. Um. Did the Browns play at home? Ooh, yeah, I didn't even think... They was. won. <laughs> I hope they didn't play at home. I don't know. They played the Washington football team, but I don't know if they... What a week three, everybody. Yeah, wow. A lot of games. <laughs> All right, so we have our Justin Tucker point scoring update. For those of you that don't remember, we are tracking how many points Justin Tucker scores throughout the entire season. We're really hoping he hits that total of 141 football points uh, scored at the end of the season as he has exactly hit 141 the last three years. Up through week two, before week three, Justin Tucker was at a grand total of 23 points. And on Monday night against the Kansas City Chiefs, he went out and made two field goal attempts along with two extra point attempts. So that total of eight additional points uh, will bring his season-long total up to a total of 31. Keep it going, Justin Tucker. We're rooting for you. Keep it up, Tuck. That's my little. <laughs> <laughs> he's used that quip. It just use it every week. Keep it up, exactly. Tuck. I like it. Keep it up, Tuck. Good, uh, wait, good luck, let me try Tuck. a few of them. <clears throat> Keep it up, Tuck. <laughs> Keep it up, Tuck. Tuck. Keep it up, Tuck. <laughs> Don't get untucked, Justin. One more. I got. I got One more. I can't think of any <clears throat> rhyming words. <clears throat> Keep it up, Tuck. Ooh, I like that. There we go. That Somebody, might just be it. They won't even know it's me. I'll be our secret. Yeah, exactly. So there's your Justin Tucker update. <laughs> Quick rundown of the show we're doing. We're going to be giving you some fun facts, recapping all the action that went down in week three, giving any news updates and their impacts that we see. Following this, we'll take out our frustrations on a few players that we are not happy with. 
provide our week four highs and lows as well as our Thrive Fantasy Prop Lock of the Week. And then we'll be playing a little keep trade cut between the two of us and rounding everything off with Bruce Clues. I'm excited. So, just, oh, facts. Yes, fact. Fact me. And there you have the facts of life. The facts of life. Cool, yeah. So I took the stat, the fact stat that I used on the episode, the last episode, and I just updated it. Is it still weeks. true? Well, yeah, it's historical stats. So, yeah. So here's my stat. Uh, last year, to open the season, the first three weeks of the season, the Packers last year punted a total of 21 times in the first three weeks of last season in 2019. So far this year in 2020... The Packers have uh, punted a total of only five times. Is that including? That is including week three. Okay. Yes. Because last week was week two when I heard this stat. But now it's been updated to include the week They punted one time yesterday. (laughs) So, so yeah. they. I mean, it's just a good sign. You know, you don't want to punt too much. And uh, they're punting a quarter of the the rate so far, which is cool. You know what I was thinking? It was the – where was the Dallas-Seattle game played? I think it was in Seattle because I remember McCarthy. Because I remember your McCarthy thing. Yeah. That's what I thought it was. I, I, was fr- like, I figured I, like, I would <laughs> save it for later. So spoiler alert for – well, you didn't get Oh, you didn't even tell it on a podcast? You just told it to me in confidence? No, I told it on last week's podcast where we lost the audio. That's why I asked if you updated it. Oh, that state. I thought you were talking about the Packers state. Either way, they both need to be updated. Well, we don't know. No, I think they were in Seattle. No one knows what we're talking about yet. But there was a yeah, they, they were in Seattle. McCarthy so. literally came out before the game and said something about like no 12th man today or something like that You know, because there's no fans in the audience. Classic McCarthy. Yeah. But he has not lost at AT&T Stadium yet. Correct. Yeah, McCarthy, <laughs> McCarthy is undefeated in Dallas' AT&T Stadium. He has won two regular season games as that the Packers coach there. This year. A playoff game as the Packers coach. And he won Super Bowl forty five against the Steelers in that stadium as well. Hmm. And went 40, that big win against the Falcons in week two, that was that was in Dallas. But, man, they pulled that off just, just barely. Could you imagine if the Falcons did that again? I can. <laughs> Again, multiple times. Uh, mine, Joe Burrow, rookie quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. Right, right. Mayor of Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. You know, Pennywise, the Bengal. Because he looks like the guy who played Pennywise. The clown from Yeah, Skarsgård. Look at him. Look up Bill Skarsgård. Look up Joe Burrow. They look exactly alike. But his first NFL touchdown in week one was a 23-yard quarterback draw play. And it took place at the Bengals Stadium, which named Paul Brown Stadium. For those of you who don't know who Paul Brown is, he was a co-founder of the Browns, named after him, and of the Bengals. And he's also credited with inventing the draw play. So I just thought it was, it was cool. Joe Burrow on a team founded by this guy in a stadium named after this guy. His first career touchdown was a play designed by this guy. That is super cool. <laughs> and he's also the John Paul Brown. Also credited with Modern Face Mask and the Practice Squad. So if you have any time to look into Paul Brown, he's done a lot for the game. That sounds really interesting. I googled Bill Skarsgård, Joe Burrow, and the the first thing that popped up is an article where the title is, Who Knew? Joe Burrow Really Is a Clown. Oh, wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> they do look similar, though. That, that's definitely true. That's really funny. But that's my fact. Slash stat. That's a fact. It's not a stat. Uh, yeah, it's a fact. It's not a stat. Mine was both. Let's hit the highlights of week three. Highlights or lowlights if you're the Falcons. <laughs> Let's just start off with uh, the Falcons gonna Falcon. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, second week in a row, they blew a big lead, and it was funny. This is going to come up later uh, in a little more detail, but the Falcons have given up, so far, among all 32 teams, they've given up the second most passing yards 
Just <laughs> per like average per game or whatever. Because they're bad. If you were to take their fourth <laughs> quarter stats, they probably would still be like really bad compared to full games of other teams. If you took their <laughs> stats for like only the first three quarters, they're probably one of the best teams. Oh yeah, man, they're <laughs> killing it the first three quarters. But they were up 26-10 on the Bears with about 10 minutes left in the game. And then Trubisky was benched for Foles, and then it just, whoa. Oh, is Foles that good? Or It's no, got to be the Falcons, I it's feel It's like. got to be the Falcons. because Foles, He ended with 188 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. And the leading rusher was a tie for the Bears. Uh, Mitch Trubisky and Montgomery both had 45 yards. Trubisky on one run, Montgomery on 14. That's hilarious. <laughs> Jimmy Graham, two receiving touchdowns, but from different quarterbacks. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, we were watching it, and I was like, I said, as soon as they put Foles, and I was like, this would be a hilarious comeback. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, hey, man, they're only down by, like, 10 points now. And we're like, hey, man, they got the ball, and they're down a field goal. And then, hey, man, they're now the Bears are now winning. And then Matt Ryan throws a pick to end the game. It was nuts. Oh, my goodness. Like, when it happened in week two, it was like, we're all kind of like, wow. like That's a team that it's okay. Okay, it's the Cowboys? Right. Sure. Exactly. The Cowboys like, are at least capable of coming back. You still shouldn't have lost that game either, but at least that, you know. But then you let, like, the Trubisky-Foles combo do that to you? Come on. <laughs> Double whammy. Jeez. Too funny. Too funny of a that, game. Yeah, that was absolutely insane. What else you got? Minshew did not show up to his Thursday night matchup. Um, our first comboed high guy, if you were following us on Twitter. Against the Dolphins. <laughs> That's not our fault, right? No, everything I saw, like, I obviously, we everyone was on the same page. Minshew was going to have a great right. game. Everything I saw said he was going to have a great game. Like, it was should have been very apparent. Right. Then 20, 275 yards, no touchdowns, a pick, and a fumble. The only serviceable player on that entire team that week, last week, uh, was, was... Robinson? Yeah, James Robinson. Yeah, it was it was very disappointing. I was expecting a great, a decent game between the two, not having defenses. It felt like like a like a poor man's Cowboys Seahawks, you know? Yeah, it was a discount. Yeah, absolutely, like <laughs> discounted, a, but also clearance. But Minshew's looking to bounce back against the Bengals, who have a very meh defense. Mm-hmm. Everyone's rooting for him to bounce back. Everyone likes watching him play. He'd have an off week, so hopefully he gets back into style because it'd be it'd be really disappointing if he just has a great first two weeks and then does nothing oh, that'd be sad i wonder if there was any uh resolution to the fitzpatrick Minshew facial hair jabs before the game you, you cut that i assume yeah the end result was the the dolphins <laughs> well, i wonder if fitzpatrick like tweeted him again or something. oh i don't you know think I, mean? I didn't see anything on it no he's classy i, I don't think he i saw fitzpatrick coming out with his chest hair what if what if Fitzpatrick came out in week four with like a fully grown mustache? mustache? <laughs> like, yep, I can do it too. That'd be, that'd be incredible. Shaves the rest. <laughs> it's just so good at facial hair. It'd be a move. I mean, he's still on the Dolphins, but yeah. And he also he also saved his starting role for another week. Mm-hmm. I this that could have been his last game as a starter. I wanted Tua. If we learned anything from the Bears, you, you can be undefeated and still get your ass benched. Yeah, I don't get the Bears this so far this year, man. That's just I hope the Packers just demolish them. I don't think they played it like week twelve or something. Like it's a while away. There are two matchups are in like the final couple weeks. I'm pretty Damn. sure. I'll, I'll vet it and let you know. But yeah. Also, I just have the general question slash topic: Are the Jets the worst team we've ever seen? <laughs> they very well might. Are they? Are they the worst team we've ever seen? They lost to the Colts thirty-six to seven. Darnold threw three picks. Two of them returned for touchdowns. If there, if there's another team that's at least like in contention for that this year, 
They play in the same stadium. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, New York is having a rough time for football this it's year. It's pretty bad. The Packers-Bears play, I think, week 12 and 17. Mm, interesting. But New York football fans, like, that sucks. Sorry. No, I'm not even sorry. I don't care. Buffalo's not too far away. <laughs> you, just, right. you might as well just swing over there. But everyone make sure to tune in to the uh, Broncos-Jets Thursday night matchup this week. <laughs> it's bound to have football. It's it's going to be really weird because I would have, I mean, before we actually watched it, I would have preferred the Jags-Dolphins game over that game. Yeah. But Denver against the New York Jets. That's going to be, uh, the, no, it's going to be garbage. It like wasn't an exciting and an especially exciting game before, and then you have all the injuries you of take, like Sutton, and you, you're taking like the best players out of the game, and then you're like, cool, here you go. Simeon got benched yesterday during the game. Was it, Dr- wait, Driscoll was playing. No, Driscoll got benched for... Um, Ray Raymond? Ray, Ray Man or Ray, something? Yeah, other guy. Yeah. Not That's Bortles. A, no. Yeah. But hopefully Bortles will play this game. That'd be <laughs> yeah, great. I'd watch a Bortles-Darnold pick six throwdown. <laughs> the most fucked up part is Bortles would win that game. You probably start either of those defenses and you'll, you're guaranteed some turnovers. <laughs> Do you think if we drive to Denver and ask if we could play, do you think they'll let us play? I think to some degree. I, I could probably be a wide receiver for the Jets. Oh, man. <laughs> they need that. You're tall. I think it's probably enough to... They'll get a few back. I mean, <laughs> I, th- I think Crowder might be back this week. That would be nice. They're hoping he is, at least. That would be very nice. But, yeah, Jets. <laughs> so <laughs> <It's>, rough. <laughs> they're, they're terrible. They lost to the... And then, speaking of, the Jets also lost to this. Niners practice squad beats the Giants. Yes. <laughs> what the hell happened there? <laughs> the... <laughs> What was the score? It was insane. Nick Mullins. Was it 39 to 9? 36 to 9. 36 to 9? Nick Mullins and the rest of the backups to the backups. Oh, my God. I, that's just embarrassing if you're a giant. All of them. That's really bad. Daniel Jones just looks not good. And the the Giants team, obviously, outside of Barkley, I, I believe they're all like good to go. I don't think there are any other like notable injuries that I'm aware of. They've had wide receivers like having injuries here and there. They're probably impacting him a little oh, bit. Oh, Shepard's but... on IR, isn't he? So maybe maybe there's a little... Not enough to, you know, you're no, no 49ers with the well, injuries. And it's supposed to be on Jones with Barkley out, and obviously he's not handling it well. He's garbage. Yeah. Trash garbage. His schedule gets better, I believe. The Giants' schedule gets a little more friendly, but Jones is not doing anything promising at all so far. That division is trash. That whole, yeah, Eagles. The football team is still in first team. place, and they're one and two. Are they, what? <laughs> I knew they were one they're and two. They're in first place at one and two, and then in second place is the... Wait, the Cowboys are in that division. Are they one and two? Yeah, the Cowboys are one and two as well, oh, but then man. you got the Eagles, who are 0-2-1. Oh, and one, Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then you have the Giants, who are 0-3. Oh, <laughs> So the I forget how that works, but the the football team must have like more like in conference or in division. They beat the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, and the Cowboys haven't played any of those teams. I don't think. No, but that division's garbage. It's weird that they're. But I am looking forward to Freeman getting more involved week to week. He got like five carries or something. I completely forgot that he was even on their team. Oh yeah, I think that was like one of the two games we didn't. They they said he was only going to be in there for like thirty percent of the snaps. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. But when was the last time a running back came into a team? You know, just days before and blew it up. Last year, Kenyon Drake did. He, had, he just destroyed the 49ers. He did it to the 49ers. They should have done the same thing. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> they should have, but I don't know. Man, the Niners must run deep on their practice squad, apparently, because they've, they're holding in there. Maybe they're just really well coached. They haven't had, I mean, it's the Jets and the Giants they played, but. Yeah, that's <laughs> Who do they got next week? And the Niners lost. They got the Eagles. The oh, that's not even that hard either. They got the Eagles <laughs> next. Okay. <laughs> just, they're just going to go through that division and just grab four wins real quick. 
Those are uh, that's all right. And you got any highlights from week three? I don't. I don't think so. If anything pops in my mind later, I will throw well, it. It'll, it'll be coming up. I'm sure at random. Moving on to some of the news updates. Just a few. Less injuries than last week, which is great. Tariq Cohen feared ACL tear. That's disappointing. I like Cohen. That's a bummer, yeah. I like Cohen. Plus, he's a great like flex option. He gets a good amount of catches. And they just carries. paid him money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, Montgomery stock goes up a little due to Patterson and Ryan Nall really being lackluster backups. Patterson's like slides up wherever they tell him to. Yeah, he got a few carries. I think he got a, like four carries this past week. He's he's such a good special teams player, and he's just a yeah, not that special of a regular player. So it would <laughs> seem <laughs> he likes less planned out plays. Right. <laughs> But really, no one worth picking up because of this. I don't see Patterson or Nall really doing much. Montgomery's just going to get a little more bi- yeah. bigger of a load. Or now with Foles, who was named the starter. Yes, Foles has already officially been named starter, starter for week four against the Colts. So maybe they'll actually use him to pass more. I'm sure he'll get a couple more attempts, and then Trubisky would get otherwise. <laughs> but were you shocked when they took Trubisky out? I... A little. Uh, so they were down by a decent amount. They were down 26 cents. Yeah. We had that game on the entire time, but yeah. we had so many screens, it's hard to, hard to see everything. But I don't I don't know if this sounds dumb. I didn't, like, see any, like, like, I didn't see anything where I was like, whoa, Trubisky, what are you doing? But I also wasn't, again, it's, like, hard to stare at those games. You know, well, sure. and through the first two games, Trubisky had 432 yards, five touchdowns, and two picks. That's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad at and all. And they were 2-0. And they were 2-0. And they were losing, sure, to the Falcons, but... They're still 2-0 with him starting. I, I was a little shocked, but obviously it worked out in their favor. Yeah, the announcement <laughs> of Foles being the officially named starter is... It, it doesn't matter if pulling Trubisky was the right or wrong decision because Foles made it the right decision by coming back down 16 points and winning the game. Yeah. So, there you go. I, I don't... I, I hope none of you guys had Trubisky as your starting quarterback <laughs> in your lineup. But if you did, go ahead and get Nick Foles. Otherwise, I mean, still, maybe if you have room and extra spot, pick up Nick Foles anyways. Who I assume knows? this would be like in a dynasty league because if you're in a redraft league... He does league, best when he just comes off the bench. So. Yeah. Yeah, as opposed to when he's like a named starter for a team. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. I don't want a part of any of that. Yeah. Maybe Allen Robinson's stock goes up a little bit. Yeah, he he, uh, he pulled. He got a good game this past week. Finally, get back in the rhythm. Because someone gets full. I can actually throw it downfield to him. Yeah. Trubisky doesn't throw it downfield. Yeah, and I think with Trubisky, the opposing defenses are like, okay, so just put more more guys in the box for when they run the ball. <laughs> and it worked until they got a different quarterback. Yeah. Also, Dallas Goddard. How do you pronounce it? Is it Goddard? I think it's just Goddard. Goddard. Is it Goddard? I pronounce it like like Jimmy arf, arf, from Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great mind. Got a blast. <laughs> That's what he says when he's Isn't when it his brain wife. blast? Brain blast! No, but he says got a blast. Like when he's when he's in his uh that's in rocket the theme song. Thing. In the rocket yeah, he's in the rocket oh, yeah, yeah, theme yeah. song and goes, got a blast, and then God goes, ah, ah. Peace to the stars to buy candy bars. He's a kid with a neg for inventions. Super powered mind. A mechanical canine. That's <laughs> the only thing I remember. I was going to say. This is the theme song. 
of Jimmy Neutron. I love the movie with him and uh, Timmy Turner. Like the, they merged oh, the Timmy the, Turner oh, Power Hour? Yeah, that was fantastic. Oh, that was good stuff. But Godard and Goddard... <laughs> Dallas! Goddard is likely to too. miss time with an angle injury. The Eagles, who are already hurting badly, lose a big weapon. Ertz's stock goes up. It takes really away the question of which tight end is going to have a big week for the Eagles. Because those two were a toss-up. Yeah. It was a diamond piece, really. and But now it kind of secures it on Ertz to have a better week than the guy not playing. Well, I, I, <laughs> I doubt this is going to happen next week. And even if it did happen next week, I'm not trying to... Start somebody who hasn't, you know, who's coming to their first game off of injury. But Alshon Jeffrey avoided the IR, you know, when the season started. So he he's going to come back at some point. And I, I'm not, I don't think he's like come back just in time to hit the IR. <laughs> I don't think he's like that great of. I, I don't know if he's lost a step. He's 30 years old, but but if he's the only receiving option for the Eagles, then yeah. You well, well uh, what's his name? Junior was looking good yesterday. Greg Ward. Yeah, yeah. Greg Ward looked pretty good. Yeah, they didn't win. No. But he looked good. <laughs> Again, if you're the only option. <laughs> Wait, Ward's a rookie, right? I I want to say no, but I don't know for sure. Okay. <laughs> I think that's a sneaky pickup, though. I think, I think you know, if you have a, an open spot or, a, like, a, a guy you can drop, maybe stash Elshon Jeffrey for a couple weeks and see if he's okay when he comes back. Shouldn't be much longer. Because if, if he had gone to IR, it was like, do, do we want to rule him out for six weeks or no? And they chose not to. So... Unless that's different. Well, it's been three so yeah. far. So, <laughs> do you have any more any really updates? Not too many. Thankfully, not really many injuries that happened. I know Chris Godwin's getting his an MRI on his hamstring, but we haven't heard anything yet. I also don't think it's too serious. I didn't hear too much about it. Yeah, it, it, everything was. I mean, it was a lot better than the week before. Than week two, Carson's going to be okay. He might even play against that Miami. One sounds like it was deemed not too serious. Yeah. So that's good. But Cook had a, Jared Cook had a little bit of an injury versus the Packers, but still didn't hear much about that. But so, hey, I think this, compared to the shit show of week two of injuries, week three, we got off pretty well. It was a really high bar or low bar, depending on how you view that. But, but yeah, yeah, it was a much better <laughs> week this week. Yeah. Now it's time for something new we're going to try out for the second time because it was on the lost episode. <laughs> uh, I picked a new person. We're going to take yeah, out too. our frustrations. And you always, you always have that guy on your team that... Maybe cost you the game. He just underperformed. He didn't do anything. And you're like, what's going on? Why are you not doing well for me personally on my fantasy team? Exactly. Like, fuck your game. What it's about like my these players go game? out and they don't think about us at all. They They're don't. Like, They're selfish. Yeah. They're rich. Only concerned with winning football. Athletic. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> but. Very talented. I have a fantasy team. Okay. <laughs> So? <laughs> Kyle's league has a $25 buy-in, so don't fuck me. It doesn't pay for itself. God damn it. Well, for me it did. Well. <laughs> you want to take out your frustrations on me? Yes. Who am I? I'm going I'm, no, I'm to represent this person. I'm going to try and like calm now. I'm going to try and defend myself a little bit. Like, like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him some reasoning why this happened. Yeah. Who, who am I? All right. Joe Mixon. Ooh. I have him in Kyle's league and a couple. I don't know if we have him in the Twitter league. I have him in at least one other league, if not two. Get it the fuck together. He is a you, Joseph. I am Joseph. You're a great running back. Did Thank you see you. what happened last year? I when, did. I was there. Yeah. Yeah. I for, did that. For those of you that weren't, when the Bengals started giving you, Joe, the ball, 
You scored at least 15 points every fantasy game from your bye week on, except for two. I know. You were a stud. I know. Week 17, yes. 30 points. Ooh. Joseph, let me ask you a question. Oh, no. Just go keep talking about that stuff. Why do you have less fantasy points on the season than Burkhead got last week? Well, I'd just like to first bring up attention. Joe Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair. Um, I'm just I'm giving him time to find his because once he finds his uh, his rhythm, that's when I'll kick on the Jets. Did you know that historically, rookie quarterbacks throw more to the running back? I'm a running back though. Exactly. So so catch the ball. You're known for that. Oh, you're are you on a bad team? Maybe that's the problem. Oh, Saquon Barkley doesn't give a fuck. Unless he's oh, points. I got more points than him this year. <laughs> it's probably. <laughs> I don't know about that. Hold on. <laughs> you have been fucking me, and I do have more points than Saquon Barkley. Damn it! <laughs> this is bullshit because it's been three weeks of mediocrity at best for me, Joseph. This is a make or break week. I'm gonna start you in week four because guess what? I fucking drafted you too early to not start you. But it's getting to the point of I can't drop you, can't trade you away at this point. And now I don't know if I can start you. So fucking show me I something week Why can't you trade me away? You we, Right now, Kyle. I'm talking to Kyle. Wait, hold on. Let me... What? Would you like to trade for Joe Mixon in your league? Yes. Okay. All right. Penis, hold on. We're going to make this trade. <laughs> well, no, you didn't say who I have to give up, though. So you have you would actually consider taking Joe Mixon from me? Depending on who I give up, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to this on that. Can I be Joe Mixon again? Yeah, you're back to Joe. <laughs> Hey, it's, it's me, Joe. <laughs> I'm back. Just, 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 first of all, I'm not the one calling plays on this team, correct? Um, does Christian McCaffrey call plays on his team? Okay, does Christian McCaffrey only play 56% of the snaps in week one and 51% of the snaps in the week two? I can't just say, coach, put me in because I said so. You can say that, for sure. And I think coaches might, you know, base some of that based on performance. So maybe if you try playing better, you might be on the field more. Joe, you're, you played the Eagles. We last have to week. play from behind all the time. We're the Bengals. <laughs> I will give Joe Burrow credit. He earned his first not loss. <laughs> Look how many passes they're giving Burrow. I'm not just going to steal it from him. I want this guy to shine. I want... You can catch the ball. We're not going to be good as a team until he's good oh, as goodness. a quarterback. I'm letting him grow so I can. You didn't have that problem last year with Dalton and whoever the hell else We weren't was there. trying to get them to be developed. They had their chance and they blew it. <laughs> this, is, this is bullshit, Joe. But Joe Burrow is going to have a future. Andy Dalton doesn't have a future. Joe Mixon looking at eight targets. Nine targets in three games total. That's, that's Again, awful. I'm not the one calling. I can't just stand there and go, Joe, pass me the ball. Get open, Joe Mixon. You think I just go and find the nearest defender and stand by him? It's, it must be. <laughs> I've seen the tape. I'm not the play caller. Look, Joe Mixon. I'm needs, just the Mixon. <laughs> Joe Mixon needs to turn it up. I'm sure many of you out there are experiencing the same frustrations I am. Apparently, Joe over here is delusional. But I'm a delusion. I think Joe Mixon. I don't know what I'm. I literally wrote this down. If you don't like show me something in week four, I don't know what I'm gonna do because <laughs> I probably have to keep starting you because I can't fucking. Who do I pick up like somebody off the waiver wire? Like, do I start Joshua Kelly over Joe Mixon? You ever heard of Giovanni Bernard? Oh. Yeah. Did he get more points? <laughs> I we probably we probably earned more points last week, last night, or whatever. 
Then fucking Joe Burrow. Three for 55 receiving. And we have a half-point league is where I'm looking at him in here. Well, oh, that's anyways, quite the mustache, Giovanni. It is. I saw that picture. Giovanni <laughs> Bernard has a nice mustache. <laughs> Suck on that. Um, you can't blame me for all the problems. I'm not in there every play, and I'm not calling the plays, sir. Okay, good. Who's your guy? Kyle. <laughs> Ooh, where did I just go just then? That was so weird. I know. You are Matt Ryan. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. I've been waiting for this day. <laughs> Ever since I was a child. Matt Ryan. Okay, I've played 100% of snaps. Yeah. <laughs> you were a stud the first two games. Thank uh, you. You, had, you had great games. Why is he nasally? It's, this is Matt Ryan. Now, Matt Ryan, I've never been a fan of yours. I've played as you in Madden, and it's terrible. Off to a good start. <laughs> <laughs> I hate playing as you in Madden, and I hate... I just don't like you. <laughs> so now now I'm I need a quarterback for my team and I'm like wow Matt Ryan through the first two games I'm gonna give him a chance right right and you mean when I threw a 450 passing yards in week one and four touchdowns in week two yeah I was like oh maybe he'll continue that no 13 and a half points I get from your ass like what the hell? You, <laughs> why you, you just like wait till I pick you up and you're like, haha, tricked him. Well, I, I played the Bears, a good defense, you know. We Seriously? were up the whole time. We were running the ball. They came back in the last forty seconds or something. Yeah, but you had the chance for a clutch Matt Ryan drive down the field, and you threw a interception to end the game. You think I'm known for comeback wins? I think you should be better than that. It's not. It's not me. I'm thirty five years old. I'm six foot four. Now you just read. <laughs> you it was such a promising first drive when you took the field down, took the ball down the field. Hayden Hurst touchdown. I was like, this is gonna be great. I pay, I made the right choice. But then you did absolutely nothing from then on. Wait, you started Matt Ryan? Yeah, that's why oh. I'm yelling at him. That makes sense. <laughs> You've had really bad QB troubles. I can't get QBs right, and it it's making me so upset. I cannot get the QB right, and it doesn't matter who I pick. It doesn't matter who. They're going to have a bad week. But you tell me what you're going to do with Green Bay next week. Not as much as against Chicago. <laughs> you're going to do less than 13 and a half fantasy points. They're, they're an even better defense. So you know, You're just telling me to bench you. Well, you know, I don't like to throw to Julio Jones, my best receiver. He wasn't in this last week. <laughs> Well, but is that why that, you couldn't find? Is that why you were did so bad? You kept I looking, was looking for around him? for Julio. I couldn't find him. I get sacked. Matt, Ryan, I'm just, oh, I'm, 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 I'm sick of your bullshit, Matt Ryan. I'm just, I, I gave you one shot and you blew it. Now I have a vengeance forever against you. I'm probably not going to have you on my team, and I hope the Falcons get a twenty point lead every game and blow it every single game, <laughs> every game. <laughs> Well, I guess you found a way to compound even more on your hatred for Matt Ryan, He's... who went to Boston College. Oh, I hate Boston College. <laughs> Oi. Yeah, it's uh, some harsh words for the number seven QB this year. Oh, uh, yeah. What was he ranked just in week three? <laughs> Probably not the very much. <laughs> Higher than Minshew. I can actually uh, find that for you. Week three, Matt Ryan was the quarterback number... 24, right below Trubisky. 
Oh my god, Matt Ryan. Seriously, <laughs> seriously, I'm done. I can't defend this. You're, you're yelling at a guy who scored less than a half of Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> eh. Matt Ryan, I hope he's going to go down even more after the game tonight. He did more than Cam Newton, though. Yeah, but Cam Newton won. <laughs> and Cam Newton... Cam, I don't expect that much from Cam Newton. It's so honest. bad. I'm just... Funny. It's... No way he actually did more better than Cam Newton. Matt Ryan? Yeah. Yeah, he... Uh, Whoa, how did he... <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, it's your, your settings... I don't know what you're looking at, but obviously settings will change change things a little bit. But I'm looking in Sleeper, which is a... Well, anyways, Matt Ryan... Touchdown. Shut up. <laughs> Move it on! Sorry. Tar, highs and lows for week four... I'm, I'm, it's not even on my list, but Matt Ryan's my low guy. I just, my second low guy. <laughs> that, I, that's fair. It is a tough matchup. All things, all things aside, I'm just gonna throw him in there. All things. But starting at quarterback, I am high for week four. I'm Joe Burrow from the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, I think oh. he's gonna throw to the running backs more? Uh, no. But is up against the Jaguars defense mm-hmm. this week. Mm-hmm. And Burroughs passed for 628 yards, five touchdowns in his last two games. He hasn't had a tough defensive matchup yet this year, and that will continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, I expect another solid performance out of him and probably his first career win. Hopefully, his, I don't know. I like the Jags, but... He already has a not loss. He has a not loss. He's only got one interception all year so far. Just like for a break. That's awesome. Yeah. Good so I'm expecting to have a good week. He's he's getting better and better by the week, and he's throwing touchdowns, and he's running balls, and he's throwing balls, and he's and he's not catching them, but maybe. I don't know. I mentioned a couple of weeks ago how like that there are going to be teams that get – every team should get like better in general as the season goes on. No, not coming injuries, but there are some teams – the teams that have more change should get more – this sounds dumb, but they should get more better as as the season goes on. Like Joe Mick, or Joe Burrow is like rookie quarterback, no offseason, he's going to acclimate better. Yeah, uh, as time goes on, so I'm excited for them. I expect to have a good week. Uh, my low is my I think my second least favorite quarterback um, in the NFL. Oh wait, is it Phil Rivers? Phil Rivers. Nice for the Colts playing the Bears in Week Four, and you saw how well Matt Ryan did against them. You see your least favorite quarterback? Uh, it's a tie. Really? Those two. I I, I thought Matt Ryan was. You hit him more, even before the whole rant you just gave. I don't know. It's close, but they both are stupid. It's me, Matt. Me, Philip. I am Philip. Philip <laughs> playing the Bears in week four. <laughs> not too much to say about Rivers so far this year. He hasn't really done anything. Mm-hmm. He's not doing much of anything. He's not clicking with anyone on offense. No news thing. is not good news in this case. There's like no one on offense that... He's really on the same page. No one that he's like specifically that's his go-to guy. Right. And that's going to need a change if they want to keep winning. I don't know how they're winning. The defense? They had two, didn't they have two yeah. touchdowns last night? Yeah, <laughs> they did. But they played – who did they play? Who? The Colts. Who did the Colts play? They played the Jets. Oh. And so the, the Bears have kept Stafford – and Jones and Ryan in check so far. Granted, they were all missing key weapons um, when playing the Bears. But Philip Rivers, should he'll have a very blah week again. Yeah. It's not going to be bad. Then they very well might get the win. But Philip Rivers is not going to do much. If you want 15 points, go with Rivers. Sure. But if you want more points, go with a lot of better options that there are out there. Well, even then I worry because, like, at least Matt Ryan, you know, that team is basically just throw the ball a bunch to three pretty good receivers. And apparently not to the tight end, but he had a touchdown. If if the if Matt Ryan couldn't do much against the Bears, like 
Philip River, you just take it's just like a downgrade all around. The it board. is somehow a downgrade. It's gonna be interesting, and they run a lot. Cool. My high guy at quarterback this week is Aaron Rodgers versus the Falcons. I wrote out like a whole blurb for this. I wrote way too much, so I'm just gonna read it instead of improvising. Hop on the bandwagon, folks. There's plenty of room. What? While there was, <laughs> so there was concern coming into the season. I think still is that like is Rodgers is he like kind of at uh. is he over the hump a little bit at the peak of his career. The new, you know, system that was in place uh, by Matt LaFleur last year was was much more run-heavy. So there was some concern if Aaron Rodgers, is, you know, especially as a fantasy quarterback, is he going to be valuable? But this offense, I don't know if I'd call it run first, but it's definitely more balanced, you know, past years and things like that. But Rodgers has opened up this season just on a tear. There's not, a, like, Russell Wilson and maybe some other guy is doing better than Rodgers. And, and that's, that's it. Uh, his play is backing it up. After the Aaron Jones crazy year last year, defenses have to respect the run game. A lot of people wonder if Aaron Jones's like touchdown rate from last year and so far this year is sustainable. Well, guess what? It doesn't matter. If you're a defense, you have to play against the run. So Rodgers has been going nuts. The numbers he's been putting up uh, have been without Devontae Adams for a half, a game and a half so far as well. And Adams has a much better shot to return for week four against Atlanta. This high guy call is just as much about uh, my rising belief in Rodgers as it is uh, you know, about the team that they're playing against as well. The Falcons, I mentioned this earlier, 31st out of 32 teams in the NFL for passing yards gave, given up per game. 350 passing yards per game the Falcons have given up. And that includes the Trubisky-Foles combo. Should the Packers just let the Falcons score 20 points right off the bat? It seems like the way to beat the Falcons. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> yeah, mine as well. So I think Rodgers is going to go on a tear against a team that is just letting passing yards uh, and touchdowns up. And I think this is one of those games that, I don't know if it'll be like a crazy shootout or whatever, but both are good offenses. The Packers have a pretty good defense. The Falcons is, eh. So, so maybe it's kind of a, you know, passing battle, you know. You gave him well. an eh? The way, the way the. I'd the, give him a step below eh. I'd give him a huh. The Falcons defense? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds, on the scale of eh. Uh, I give him a huh. It's kind of a eh. Meh. You know, they're there. There's a reason the other teams came back and it wasn't. Wasn't the Falcons' offense? So Aaron Rodgers versus Atlanta kind is a uh, is is I think a gimme this this week. My low guy at quarterback is Tom Brady versus the Chargers. Hey, you probably got to start him. Uh, he's been playing great. He had a, a fantastic week last week. But what we might see and what we'll see throughout the season is just Tom Brady's career in general. From a fantasy perspective, he shows up and then he disappears. He, he wins games. He manages That's, games. He, he, knows what he to does do. what he has to do and they win. That's 100%. just how it works. Like, if they don't need him to pass, he's not going to pass and they're still going to pull off a win. And so my, my low guy, my reasoning for Tom Brady as a low guy is really just about that. Don't get too, you know, obsessed with the, the shiny object that is Tom Brady's week three finish. He's going to do that again. He might do it next week against the Chargers. Just remember that he doesn't put up points like this constantly. It doesn't matter if... The Bucks win or lose, you know, that doesn't correlate so much with Brady and his fantasy, you know, point total on a given week. I agree, I agree with that a lot because the the Chargers aren't a high powered offense, right. which means they're not the Bucks aren't going to need to score that much, which means Tom Brady will get his two touchdowns in and then hand the ball off. Right. And it, like how those early touchdowns come is so important. If there are two passing touchdowns, great. If it happens to be like a Fournette touchdown early on, that's going to come at the expense of, Her- of Brady. Herbert's in for uh, hurt with that Bucks D with Shaq, yes. Shaq oh, yeah. coming in and destroying him. I can. That's going to be a rough toughest matchup so far. But yeah, my 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 reasoning for Brady is just his. He's got a high ceiling for sure. The Chargers they are a beatable team, but his floor is just too low. You could just have you know that game where he has two hundred and one. 
and you're not going to be very happy with it. It's not a good enough matchup to have Brady starting. The Bucks are too much better that it's not it's not worth starting Brady. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> he needs competition. Hundred percent, absolutely. Cool. Running backs. I am high on David Johnson from the Houston Texans this week. Nice. He's he's been it's getting a touch on here and there. Not he had a good week one. Uh, not doing a lot yet. But he's up against the Vikings in week four. Vikings have given up the six most rush yards so far, while also giving up the third most pass yards, and Johnson's been known to catch a few balls in his time. Henry ran all over them last week. Jonathan Taylor the week before, as well as a good amount of receiving yards from all backs that they've played so far. So Johnson's really only, he's only getting about 12 carries a game with a couple catches, but I expect that to pick up a little bit because Watson's struggling. Texans are 0-3. They're going to need to Try some new things. Yeah. And uh, up against that Vikings D, who is somehow not that great. Super. I thought they were going to be good. I think they did better last week, but. Well, and, and they're better. They're they're better at pass defense than run defense by far. So I can see David Johnson really being used in the right way, especially with having a good amount of receivers that needed attention. No, they don't have any. Obviously, they don't have any all-star receivers, but. They have receivers that you need to pay attention to. Like, look at Cobb. Cobb put together a 95-yard game out of nowhere. <laughs> Nuts. Yeah, and, you know, those other running backs you named, Jonathan Taylor and the other guy, they're, they're really good running backs. But David Johnson's still pretty good, too. Yes. 100%. I'm low on David Montgomery from the Bears um, playing the Colts, who have given up the fifth-fewest rush yards. Even with Cohen being out, the Bears will be playing from behind, I can only assume, yeah. <laughs> as they have been most of the year. And I'll uh, expect a lot of passing – Especially, I said before, with Foles, that seemed to work for them. So they're probably going to be using the pass game a lot more than when they were using it with Trubisky. Montgomery's still obviously a startable player, but you may have a better option on your team against that Colts defense. All right, my running backs. What? Okay, just, just, just let me get this out first. You pick Aaron Jones. No, no, I don't. I, pick I thought you so was going to pick the Packers' offense. <laughs> I, <laughs> I do have the in here a lot, mostly like the Falcons as Logan. But my high guy this week at running back is Joe Mixon. And I literally <laughs> wrote, I don't like this as I write it. This is more just, I, I, I don't know what to think. I mean, he's playing Jacksonville, like you said earlier. If Joe Mixon and the Bengals and Joe Mixon can't turn it up this week, I don't know what to think. So I, I'm listing him as a high guy because Joe Mixon, the player, is better than what he's done so far this year. He's better than the first half of last year. Maybe the back half of last year's is, you know, best case scenario or something, but Joe Mixon, he's a good player. I'm just, I'm just so scared, man. Like, th- th- for me, this is, this is my, like, I'm putting him as the high guy because I'm giving, I'm talking to you, Joe. Not you, Kyle, Joe. I'm talking to Joe Mixon. This is it, man. You got this. You, you're going to blow up this week. You're going to have a, you know, a great time, uh, against the, the Jaguars. And if you don't, I, do all. I'm done, man. So. <laughs> Well, see, I—I I mean, I, I don't—I don't know what to think. I, I'm not super high on Joe Mixon. I know he's my high guy. It's just—I—it's—it's it's partially for me. I, you know, I, I think he's got a good matchup. He is a good player. Maybe the Bengals will take that step up as a team this year with or this uh, this week with Joe Burrow getting more, you know, acclimated with things. But it's kind of like a kind of like a make or break week for me as well with with respect to Joe Mixon. And you're low on a guy, Joe Mixon as well. <laughs> oh yeah, it's Joe Mixon. That would be hilarious. My low running back uh, this week is Todd Gurley versus the Packers. Gurley's been okay this year so far. He didn't have a great week two against Dallas, but 
where everyone thought he was going to make, you know, his hay was in the passing game, especially with that Falcons offense. And he hasn't really seen the volume at all that you would expect. And I think week four against Green Bay is, is definitely a, a, a tougher matchup for somebody like Gurley in that regard as well. I kind of mentioned this with uh, when talking about Rodgers as my high guy, but this game could end up becoming a, you know, a little bit of a shootout as well. And that's just pew, not pew. good for the running backs, unless you're a pass catching running back, which Gurley is, but is not being used as. So Joe, uh, I don't get why people makes it my pass catching running back. He, he did it a bit in Dallas or in uh sorry in in Los Angeles, Angeles the Rams. But uh, and, and this year he hasn't really done it much at all. And like it kind of had to do with like the team he went to as well. He just liked to throw the ball so much. Devonta Freeman and Tevin Coleman both were known for catching the ball as well. Falcons are throwing to Brian Hill more, and they're throwing him to it's Gurley. I think so. A lot of reasons to have him as your low guy. He's coming off a game with a touchdown, you know, which is really nice. We might be one of those guys that you got to start in your flex or whatever, but not not too excited about him against Green Bay in week four. Wide receivers. I am high on Devontae Parker from the Dolphins. Nice pick. Uh, playing the Seahawks, whose defense has proved not to be great. You know how the Falcons were the second worst team with passing yards per game? Seattle, Seattle was worse by a mile. Like yeah, the by, Falcons, they have like they've given up like a thousand thirty nine yards. The, the Falcons is three hundred fifty yards per game passing yards, and Seattle's four hundred thirty one, almost a yeah. hundred yards worse than second place. The Seahawks been giving up a fair amount of points as well each game. Most pass yards in the league. Fitzpatrick is rolling and holding on to his starting job right now, so I can see him taking advantage of this Seahawks D that's beat up. Hundred percent. It's going to be an interesting game because it could be a blowout. Uh, with it could it could be a blowout with Miami fighting from behind the whole time, with a, which would be a lot of passing higher for Devontae Parker, right. or it could just be a high scoring game for both teams. <laughs> I really am not sure what's going to happen. Yeah, it's like it's the, the the Seahawks could lose to the Dolphins. <laughs> Honestly, I would not be shocked. That'd be nuts. I it, love that so much. It, it would. I would not be shocked, but it's. Either way, I see the Dolphins passing a lot. Obviously, they don't have much going on in the run yeah. game. They're all over the place with that. But uh, I'm high on Devontae Parker this week. Do you? How do you feel about the Seahawks? Just as a team, how do you feel about the Seahawks? I don't like them. Yeah, I I hated them. For I a never. Long time. I've never liked them. I've like a, I'm like a bitter Packers fan at the whole fail Mary thing. But mostly, like I mostly hate Pete Carroll, <laughs> <laughs> and I think it was Golden Tate. That caught the ball or whoever that was, that, that guy too. Cause he, he like, okay, when you, I'm sorry, we're tangenting. When you, when the fail Mary happens and you, it was clearly the Packers ball, not the Seahawks. The refs are going to call what they call the refs, you know, the, the entire like whole like temporary replacement refs that played made that go away. Des caught it. <laughs> I, I think that's, <laughs> I think that's, I think the fail Mary was a way more obvious call than, than that. Right? Right? Yeah. Oh. The reason I fucking hate Pete Carroll's stupid guts is that he came out and he was like, he defended it as it it was a catch. What you should say in that scenario is, we can't control what the refs do, but I'm happy. Like, something like that. You know, like, don't come out here and say that the refs were correct because they were fucking wrong. Anyways, fucking Pete. I am low on the uh, Philadelphia Eagles receivers. (laughs) (laughs) I just got the whole bunch. Just all of them. (laughs) That's that's Um, totally fair, too. Wentz has been looking like garbage this year. (laughs) Yeah. I I can't wait to see some hurts. (laughs) Now up against the Niners defense, who somehow is doing good still. Injuries galore for Philadelphia receivers. Sanders will be taking a load for the team. You probably have a better option than wide receiver on your team than an Eagles receiver. Yeah, I would hope so. Just all of the Philadelphia (laughs) receivers I am low on this week. (laughs) I like it. All right. Uh, My high receiver. 
My high receiver this week is an interesting one. I'm taking Keenan Allen versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, we were just talking about how it's a, it's a pretty good defense. But just so you know, Justin Herbert as the starter, he's thrown the ball to Keenan Allen. Last week, week three, Keenan Allen had 19 targets. He was given opportunities 19 times from Justin Herbert. And I, I don't know what the week two numbers are. We could look them up quick, but they're they're pretty good. The Bucks are not a matchup. They told their rookie quarterback, throw to the best guy on the team. Well, Tyron Taylor wasn't doing it, so somebody's got it. Because he doesn't listen. That's why he sucks. <laughs> Poor guy. Receiving an injection from a... Anyways, so Justin Herbert as the starter, giving Keenan all these ta- uh, targets, excuse me, is going to be really, really great. Bucks aren't a great matchup. 19 targets a game is not, like, reasonably sustainable. But if you're guy- giving a guy that's as good as Keenan Allen, you know, that targets in that vicinity... You have to start him, and especially if you're in a half point or full point PPR. Keenan Allen, he had, he had some you know rough injuries a few years back, but people forget he's a volume receiver. So if you're in a half point or full point PPR, the future is looking really promising with with Justin Herbert at the helm for sure. And similar to Burrow, he'll just get better. Jordan Reed just hit the short term IR. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> the three week one. So there's a long. Yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, so Natalie's team takes another hit. That's rough. They sh- they make a kittle back. Wait, is that where he is? Yeah. Yeah, they make a kittle back week four. But that's Natalie doesn't have a kittle. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Oh man! My low guy at receiver this week is Cooper Cup versus the Giants. Uh, definitely not a call to bench Cooper Cup. I just mentioned he's playing the Giants. <laughs> But this is similar to, to what you were just talking about uh, with Brady as well. The 49ers beat the Giants with like their second and third teams <laughs> by a lot of points. So if you swap out a you know devastated 49ers team for a healthy Rams team, I think they're like completely good to go. Like maybe Akers misses the game one more week, but Henderson had a great week. Malcolm Brown's been good. So I worry where my worry is. Oh, I, I wrote this down. A healthy Rams team will run right over a team that would have had to really compete to win a game in the XFL. Giants. So it, it's similar to what we were talking with Brady. If if one of those early touchdowns doesn't go to Cooper Cup, he's not going to do anything in the second half when they're just running the ball to, to kill yeah. him. So that goes the way as expected. Cooper Cup, he has to do something in the first half for you to, to make it worthwhile. If he unfortunately gets a few less targets and doesn't find himself in the end zone, basically, I think you're going to have a rough time with Cooper Cup. And I don't think Robert Woods falls in this category. He's usually like the more shallow target guy, the you know, he's really, really involved. He's more high volume. Cooper Cup's great in the end zone. So, yeah, he gets one of those early touchdowns. You're happy. If he doesn't, I think you're going to be really disappointed. I just looked up the Giants backup quarterback. It's Colt McCoy. Upgrade. <laughs> 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 See you soon, Colt. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. Uh, tight ends. I am high on Zach Ertz from the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, yeah, sure. Because they don't have other options. <laughs> You said don't start the receivers. You didn't say don't start the yeah. tight ends. <laughs> Since the receivers have gone to crap again, and especially with Goddard injured, going to miss some time, Ertz should be shining. Tell us. Woof, woof. Uh, he saw 10 targets last week, and I can see him being even more involved against the Niners. The Eagles have to – They, I mean, they got to go with what's worked. Ertz. Yeah. And Sanders will get more too, but I Sanders feel like – the only other option right there. If they're passing, they're not – Wentz – is looking like garbage. He's not going to be Yeah, he has down. been looking He's bad. He's been looked real like, bad. The injuries, yeah, that sucks, but Wentz himself has been looking bad. Mm-hmm. It's a bummer. They like their, they drafted that rookie in the second round, right? Jalen Hurts? That's all I got to say about the Eagles, or about him. Sackerts. I'm <laughs> low on Hayden Hurst. Ding, 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 motherfucker. From the Falcons, playing Packers in week four. Packers have held tight ends in check so mm-hmm. far. No touchdowns to tight ends. Cook in week uh, this past week, 21 yards. Hawkinson, week two, 62 yards. 
Rudolph and Smith in week one both had only 11 yards. So they are keeping the tight ends in check. Mm-hmm. No tight end touchdowns. Julio is also coming back, which is going to be bringing more attention to him from Matt Ryan, also from the defense. And <laughs> that just leaves Ridley and Gage more available, who are both really good weapons as well. So yeah. I'm not saying it's going to be an easy day against the Packers in any way, but I'm saying that Hayden Hurst is not going to see targets when he's got these other weapons available, plus the Packers are shutting down tight ends to begin with. Yeah, just to build off that, Hayden Hurst is my low tight end as well. According to CBS's fantasy stats on their website, the Packers defense is fourth best so far this year against opposing tight ends. They played the Vikings, who don't really have tight ends, but they played the Lions and the Saints. Uh, with, with No, did you see that Kyle Rudolph touchdown yesterday on Sunday? That it was that nuts. one-handed oh toe-tab from Rudolph was impressive as hell. Like, the ball was in the air long enough and high enough that your brain oh had time to process, oh, he's throwing it out of the God. back of the end zone. Yeah, that was a crazy good catch. What a catch that was. But yeah, like uh, the, the Packers are doing great against tight ends, and it's like they haven't had like a super crazy tough tight end schedule, but they haven't had like a cakewalk of a tight end schedule either, so... Uh, yeah, and he he's barely averaging five targets a game, Hayden Hurst is. So in a game, yeah, I, I agree. So he's he's a low guy as well. My high guy at tight end is Noah Fant. Look, this is really simple. Sutton is injured. Backup QBs tend to throw the bigger body tight ends. They're playing the Jets. That's all I wrote down, yep. <laughs> that, done. <laughs> <laughs> I literally wrote anything else you want me to know or want to know from me. Okay, yeah, who's your defenses? What are you looking at there? Uh, I'm high on the Los Angeles Rams up against the Giants. Ding, ding, ding! Boom! <laughs> what did you write down? Uh, I said, Giants are still getting Freeman settled. Daniel Jones just looks sad. And the Rams are just going to shut down the Giants and take what I see is a pretty easy W in that game. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw mine. I have nothing else, to, not really much else to add. They're, they're a decent defense already, the Rams. They play the Giants. That, that's literally it. Did you see what the 49ers backups and backups yeah. to the backups just did? Yeah, they'll be okay. Like, literally just just find which defense plays the Giants week to week and just pick them up. I picked up the Giants defense against the Niners thinking, oh... <laughs> I think you, that makes kind of sense. It, I mean, now we know better. It makes good sense <laughs> on Saturday. Yes. <laughs> Sunday, it makes no sense. But anyways, I'm low for defense on the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, up against, Me too. No, you? no, I'm not. Sorry, I lied. Oh, man. I don't even want to go anymore. <laughs> They're playing the Buffalo Bills. Raiders have negative two points on the season so far as a defense, fantasy-wise. <laughs> 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 uh, and Josh Allen really has found his stride um, yeah. and should continue it against the Raiders. The Raiders somehow beat the Saints and then lost to the Patriots this past week. I don't really understand what the Raiders are doing, and I don't think they do yet. They're just kind of flying by the seat of their pants. Mm-hmm. But the Bills are just going to be a tough match with them. I can see it being a good game still. I, I guess think Rodgers is on the fence of being injured or not, too. He's still thinking about it. I, the Bill, I think the Bills' defense is going to win them that game because, I mean, the Saints' defense isn't looking amazing. And Patriots defense, there's still a Patriots defense. Yeah, but, they are. But they've got negative two points on the season so far. <laughs> They're not going to do anything against the Bills. Guess who my low defense is? No. It's the Bills. Against really? The yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. I, I mean, you might. You know, okay, with like with some of these other low guys like Cooper Cup, you still might have to start him. I think you should, I mean, if you don't want to drop the Bills defense maybe, but... I don't. I think the Raiders are legit. I think they're figuring stuff out. I think, think Derek Carr is is good, not great, but they, I think they look good. I think they're thinking Jacobs rugs. Is, they're thinking out. rugs might be hurt. Yeah, it sounds like it might be hurt. But like they have, they have him as a rookie and Brian Edwards. I think is a really great player. The defense has been, eh. but okay. Here's something interesting. And these numbers, uh, you know, of course, depend on your league's scoring format for defenses. But according to to our dynasty league in sleeper, 
The Bills put up 11 points against whoever they played week one. They have a total of zero points in weeks two and three combined. Didn't they play the Dolphins week one? No, no, no. They played the Dolphins week two. I think they played the Jets week one. Oh, man, that's hard. So the, the Bills put up 11 points against this, what apparently means seems to be the second worst team, in, or maybe the worst. It's, it's tough between them and the Giants. But the Bills put up a total of zero points between the Dolphins and Rams combined. I think the Raiders are better than the Dolphins. They're not better than the Rams, at least not on defense. But, yeah, I, I just they haven't really seen much from from the Bills' defense after the they first almost, week. They almost blew a lead again. They're yeah. Like getting so close to blowing all these games. They got a, got a very questionable and favorable call at the end of that game to give them another chance at the end zone. If yeah. Call. yeah. Yeah. They, they probably should not have won that game. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think the Bills are a good defense. I don't really know what's going on. But at least from a fantasy point perspective, they have not – they literally have done nothing the last two weeks. They haven't gone the wrong direction like the Raiders. They, they got tough matchups coming up, too. They've got – after the Raiders, they got the Titans, then the Chiefs, then the Jets again. Ooh, starting that week. Um, and then the Patriots, and then the Seahawks, then Arizona. Yeah. And they still, and then later on in the season, they play Pittsburgh, New England again. They got it. They got tough matchups. You can you can drop them. I'm not going to hold that defense for three weeks to play the Jets. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and like, if you want to play them this week against the Raiders, you know, it, on paper it looks okay. I'm just going off of what's actually happened the last two weeks. And I think I think the Raiders are a decent offense for sure. Uh, those are highs and lows. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break because I have worked up um, a, a, a a pee. I got pee. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I got pee. I have to pee. Oh, uh, hey everybody! Welcome back. Hello. There. We're going to play a little bit of keep, trade, cut between each other now that we better understand the rules, and this is for our fantasy teams, not for our real-life NFL team. You mean we? I just high aspirations. I'm going to own a team someday. <laughs> I'll give you one first. Keep, trade, cut on your fantasy team. I went with quarterbacks that you don't really know what's going to happen. All right. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Nick Foles, and Justin Herbert. Keep, trade, cut. Okay. I think I think this is coming easy to me. I think I would go with I'm just gonna drop Fitzpatrick because I don't want him the whole year. I think Tua will take over, and I don't know if I can trade him. I don't know if somebody would be interested in like everyone knows he's not gonna be. I assume everyone knows he's not gonna be the starter <laughs> uh, eventually. So I think what I'll do is I'll drop Ryan Fitzpatrick. I will trade Nick Foles. See if I can catch somebody that's. You know, a bit overexcited. Uh, Nick Foles is not somebody you should like be grabbing to throw in your lineup in, in a redraft league. So, yeah. uh, if somebody's you know overhyped on on him taking the starting job, I'll, I'll you know bite it there. And that leaves me with Justin Herbert as as my keep, which I'm okay with. I mean, he yeah. doesn't look that bad. He's got like he's the worst part of that offense, presumably, right? Like Mike Williams, Keenan Allen are great. Austin Eckler's great. Joshua Kelly's the best running back to ever you know play the game. So, and Hunter Henry's pretty good. So I think Justin Herbert, you know, might do some damage. I'm not like Jones to start any of these guys. And I would start Ryan Fitzpatrick this week, who you should pick up in your league. But I've met Ryan. But I'm telling you to play Fitzpatrick, and it's not you deciding. So that's how you – see what I'm doing? But I'm, yeah. Oh, but what about Matt Ryan against the Packers? If you decide it, then it's going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> and also don't start using your low guy, which means he might be good. That's a good point. See, he wasn't actually my low guy. I'm just always low on him. Oh, that's true, yeah. I just, I'm, I'm low on him as a – Every time. When we were talking to him earlier, it sounded like he was coming down with something, too. So, Well. Oh, well. <laughs> so, yeah. I'll, uh, what did I say? I'll, I'll keep Herbert, trade Foles, and drop Fitzpatrick. Okay. 
Do you want me to give you one, or do you want to do your second? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I'm going to give you running backs. These are running backs that are the best three running backs so far. Ooh. <laughs> or maybe, I don't know, statistically, but... Yardage-wise? Uh, all They're all... I, I was thinking fantasy. Yeah, fantasy scoring-wise. Aaron Jones. Yes. This is after week three? Yes. Dalvin Cook? No. He's not there? See, I don't know if it's exactly the best three fantasy-wise, but you're, you're in the ballpark. Uh, Bob... Alvin Kamara. <laughs> Alvin Kamara. Aaron Jones. And Robinson. And Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, he had a great week of three. Yeah, the end zone with like 20-something <laughs> yards. Yeah. <laughs> oh, All man. right, so I got Kamara, Elliott, and Aaron, uh, Jones. Aaron Jones. I am going to keep Aaron Jones because with their lack of receiver, I mean, not even lack of receivers. Oh. The receivers are doing good, but still Aaron Jones is just going to be keep keep it going he's gonna be he's gonna be consistent i would trade oh man wait yeah i'm rethinking what i was thinking i wasn't really thinking before about this but and i i I would trade kamara because he's not gonna lose a lot but once michael thomas comes back he'll lose a little bit yeah yeah and then i would cut elliot just because the cowboys have so many weapons that he could do nothing and they could still win easily. Yeah, yeah that's a really good point. So I, I feel Jones, Jones is the most consistent while still being very good. Kamara is – he's going to be good, but sell him high while Michael Thomas is out still. You and could then, make the same argument for Jones and Adams. That was one week, though. The Week two, Adams was playing and Jones had a pretty good week. Yeah, he had a <laughs> – so, Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to stick with that. It's it's kind of unfair for me to ask you to cut any of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I like your train of thought. I, I guess initially I was thinking, yeah, I'm going to keep Kamara because he's just blowing up. And Well, Zeke was getting a good amount of passes um, playing from behind. He was, yeah. When we were like – I was looking for points at, in my Dynasty matchup. Which you know, they didn't come, he didn't get in the end zone or anything in, in that back. But every time I looked up, it, like in the like last drive or two, he was just catching the ball. But yeah, I would. I guess I would want. Yeah, I agree. I'd want to trade with who? All these guys, I would love to have on my team. So who can I trade for the most value? Is I guess that word. Oh man, right I gotta change mine. I just looked at what my next three. <laughs> oh, do, do you want to? There are three running backs who are very good. <laughs> is one of them? Wait. I, I put up Aaron Jones, Devin Cook, Ezekiel. <laughs> I almost put Kamara too, but I changed it. Let me just make one up on the fly because That's that hilarious. is way too similar to the one you just gave me. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and I'll look at wide receivers quick. Nice. And I'm gonna give you. I'll give. I'll give you rookies. You know. Perfect, because then they won't be the receivers I'm using. Um, <laughs> off the top of my head, let me look at a team so I can name a few too. But I'm gonna have Justin Jefferson as oh, one of them. Oh my goodness. Ceedee Lamb and. Another rookie one from a team that I'm going to think of really quickly here in a second. Jerry Judy. Let's do Jerry Judy. That's a way better one. Okay, so it was... uh, Jerry Judy, Justin (laughs) Jefferson... Jerry Judy, Justin Jefferson, C.D. Lamb. (laughs) Change out C.D. Lamb. Find another Jerry. Jerry Judy, Justin Jefferson, Jalen Rager. Rager. (laughs) Yeah, Jefferson. Okay, I think I think I would... Judy, Jefferson, Lamb. I think... I, I this is tough because I I'm trying to decide to trade cut. If if I could get more value for Justin Jefferson coming off of that insane week, maybe I would trade him there. I think I think I would keep Jerry Judy because he should be the number one receiver the rest yeah. of the year. 
I guess I would probably trade CeeDee Lamb. I, I think I, I feel like I would be able to get more value for him. He's going to be more valuable, I think, this year than – I don't know. Justin Jefferson could end up being – like he's the number two on that team on a worse offense, whereas CeeDee Lamb – some might argue he's the two. But I think I would end up trading CeeDee Lamb for the value, which means I'm going to cut that? Justin Jefferson. Uh, yeah, you find somebody. <laughs> if you guys think CeeDee Lamb is better than – or is the number two over Michael Gallup, then tr- tweet us. Michael Gallup had a week, man. He did have a really great week. And CeeDee Lamb didn't, I don't believe. So that's a little tough. He's at least getting some good – he's getting a good number of catches. Yeah, he's, he's definitely involved in the offense for sure, which is which is just so exciting. And, and he's a – you know, all those three guys you named are, are very, very good you know prospects for sure. All right, here is my next one. So I actually grabbed one off of Twitter for this. So this is from our boy Shane Harrington at S Harrington's underscore Our S. boy? Yeah. I don't even know him. He's your boy. Yeah. Um, yeah, me and Shane, we go way back um, ever since I saw his tweet about an hour ago. And so Shane is asking, uh, keep trade cut, Julio Jones, DJ Chark, and Odo Beckham Jr. So I think they're all like really big names that have had rough moments in the year. So far, what do you got? He said, so you had OBJ, DJ Chark, Julio Jones. Oh. I feel like this was a good I, one. I, I would, saw it. I would like, trade Julio Jones because I get a lot for him right now. He missed one week, but still, I'd trade Julio Jones because they've got a lot of weapons. He's I, probably got the most trade value just yeah. by those names. And I would – this is a toss-up actually either way between Beckham – so you're keeping and cutting one. Yeah. Like you're trading Julio. Yeah. Julio said on the trade. I know what I would do then. I think I would keep Chark. Yeah, that's what I would do. Because they didn't look good without him. OBJ, I just... OBJ himself said him? he's not going to have a good year. Did he he really? literally, last week, it came out as a quote. He said he's not going to put up big numbers. No. <laughs> like, wait a... He's going to put up huge wait numbers. Wait a ensure some confidence, man. I'm not going to do great. And the Browns have like I think they played okay last week and they play like like a the football team. team. Yeah, they played a, a, a football team. <laughs> the football team. The football team. But I I mean OBJ and and Baker Mayfield, the BM, they have not really gotten it going together at all. Like ever since no, but Baker together. Mayfield will take any credit given. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he will take all the credit for the win. This wins. is Baker Mayfield's face on someone else's coattails. Oh man, that's a good one. Thanks, Shane, for tweeting. Maybe tweet at us next time. Yes, Shane. That's that's good. All right, and it's time for our prop lock of the week, sponsored by Thrive Fantasy. I want to be 30. 30 and flirty and thriving. For those of you that don't know, Thrive Fantasy is a fantasy betting uh, props app where you can take uh, of 20 different props placed on various players. You're going to choose 10 of those props based on what you think is more or less likely to occur. So each prop has an over-under of, uh, you know, touchdowns or yards or completions, depending on the player and the position. And you can take the under or the over for a certain amount of points. The uh, over might be worth more points if that thing is a little more risky to go over as opposed to going under. After making your 10 picks, your accumulative point total will determine uh, how much money you win, if any. And it's a really fun way to make some uh, some player prop bets because you only have to choose from 20 players. And there's, these are the best players. I'm looking at Stefan Diggs. Over or under a receiving touchdown. Maybe that seems like a solid over to take against the Raiders. That was going to not be my my prop lock of the week, but man, that, that's pretty tempting too. Uh, but let's jump in. We're going to give you every week our prop lock. 
the higher of the over under point total on one of the 20 options that we think is just a gimme. Here's a bonus. I do like Stefan Diggs, the over on half of a touchdown. Uh, you're going to get 115 points if he finds his way to the end zone. And it's against the Raiders. So I like that a lot. The original prop lock that I'm going to stick with, I encourage you to take as well, is over or under of half of a rushing touchdown for Josh Jacobs in the very same game. The Raiders have a pretty banged up receiving core. I believe we're uncertain on the status of Ruggs, and I think even Brian Edwards uh, was dealing with some injury as well. So Hunter Renfro should be the lead guy out there uh, as far as the receiving core goes. Their tight end Darren Waller should get a lot of targets, but he didn't last week, which was kind of interesting. But this team runs through Josh Jacobs. Don't let the shiny new objects on uh, the receiving cores fool you. Josh Jacobs, I think, is a lock to get in the end zone at least once. And that's going to get you 110 points as opposed to 90 by taking the under. So there's your prop lock of the week. Make sure you check out Thrive Fantasy on your given uh, thingamabobs app store. Uh, you can go ahead and download their app for free. If you sign up using code FANTASYBREWS, all one word, you're going to get a free $20 from Thrive Fantasy when you deposit your first $20 into the app as well. So go ahead and make some prop bets for this week, save some for next week, whatever you want to do. Uh, you're going to have a solid 40 bucks to play around with, but it's a lot of fun. Going on <laughs> to this week's episode of uh, Brews Clues. Before we play the drop, we should quickly recap last week's Brews Clues. I did well. I did not. <laughs> I got it in the first clue. Mike got it in the third clue. So I took a lead. Uh, last week, my person that I chose, did you get who it was? If you didn't say T.Y. Hilton, you were wrong. Kyle got it on the first try. Did yeah. you get it? You guys are It awesome. was Jamal Williams. You're right. <laughs> Three points. Okay, this week I'll start us off. I'm going to give you his position right away. Wide receiver. Oh, okay. So he's a receiver. That's your first clue. Oh, let me get a team's That's list. it. Yeah, keep going. That's your first clue. <laughs> um, he's currently, currently the number 11 ranked in PPR through three weeks. Okay. His highest career finish in a full year is number 16. PPR in 2018, even while missing two games. He has passed the 1,000-yard mark each of the last two seasons and is on pace to do it again this year. Interesting. Can you read me back the first... The first clue? First parts <laughs> of the first clue. Currently, the number 11 ranked PPR wide receiver okay. through three weeks. Awesome. Highest career finish, number 16 PPR in 2018, okay. where he even missed two games. He has passed the 1,000-yard mark each of the past two seasons and is on pace to do it again this year. All right, and with my list of teams in front of me, I'm going to do the quick, yeah, perusal. Number, you said number 17 finish in, in 16 into that 2018. 16, awesome. That would have made, made or break it, you know. I I, <laughs> I know the numbers that well. I feel like I'm getting the feeling like he hasn't been in the league a terribly long amount of time. Number 11 through three weeks so far. I feel like that's a, a pretty good clue. And then 16 is the highest finished. And he's on pace for 1,000 yards. I'm going to say Stefan Diggs. No, but Let me write close. down, not Diggs. Okay. Not Diggs. <laughs> uh, he has scored one touchdown on the year so far and was targeted a whopping 13 times in week three. He has played for the same team for his whole career. All right, so one touchdown so far this year. Healthy 13 targets, targets last three. week. And the same team the whole career. And they are a wide receiver. 
Oh, no. Okay. I was really thinking it was Hunter Renfo for some reason, but then I looked at the first set of clues, and I, <laughs> and I retracted that very quickly. He was a rookie last year, wasn't he? I think Renfro. he was a rookie last I think year. Renfro was a rookie last yeah, year. Yeah, as soon as I looked at the He's putting season because the... they don't have any other options. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he has exactly one touchdown. And apparently, it's just every other game they just like to... It's only every other game they like to use Waller. <laughs> Who you got, bub? Right. We will go with... A player, you're just hovering your finger over the wrong <laughs> I'm just ready for it. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and throw out the name of the guy. Oh man, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Russell Gage. No, that's not right. Fuck. God damn it. You can hit the no button. I said it. <laughs> it's not Russell Gage. Like, uh, uh, he's in the AFC North, so that's Steelers, Bengals, Browns, Ravens. Steelers, Bengals, Browns, Ravens. I don't. Oh, it better not be Juju, you fucking son of a bitch. Because <laughs> it's not anyone else on the Steelers. It's not... It's not anyone on the... Oh. Oh. <laughs> well, it's not anyone on the Ravens, because it's not Marquise Brown and... <laughs> hey, they have what Willie Sneed. <laughs> but he was on other teams. What's the other team that I'm forgetting? Bengals, Browns, Steelers, Ravens. Bengals, Browns, Ravens. Bengals, Browns. Uh, it's not the Browns, because both of those guys have been on other teams. It has to be Tyler Boyd. Oh. I can't. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is Red Tyler Boyd. Oh man, I almost, I almost said Juju. Okay, <laughs> Juju probably would have been pretty close on that, actually. Yeah, I think. Let's look at. I feel like he. Juju finished higher than sixteen in general. He's, he has been around that long. He is the number this year so far. He's the number six PPR, so he's better. Sure. And closeish. In 2018, he finished number eight PPR. So that's actually, it is pretty close. But Juju's got multiple touchdowns. Oh, I was just going to look that up. Yeah, for week one, he had two touchdowns. And he had a touchdown this past uh, week. Tyler Boyd. Yeah. Oh, I looked at that. Didn't didn't Juju have a 2-2 as well? A two-touchdown game? A two-point conversion. I think you're right. Because I man? think I was dancing and I was going, a 2-2, a for Juju. You called it right before it happened. You were like, come on, Juju. And then he ran a little slant in. I fucking should have known this because I was just talking to my boss who has Tyler Boyd, and we were discussing trades in that league, and I saw the number 13 under reception. Tyler Boyd, though, having a good year. I literally said to him, he has 13 receptions. I think I think uh, him and Burrow are good buddies. Yeah, apparently not AJ Green and Burrow, for sure. Hey, oh, make snow. All right, so my bruise clues. All right, last year, this player led his team in rushing yards and rushing touchdowns, even though he was third on his team in rushing attempts. Okay. 2019, I wasn't really listening. Let me know if I ever go... Led team in what? Rushing yards. Rush yards. Rushing touchdowns. Slash touchdowns. Third in rushing attempts. Third in rush. Hey, let me know if my clues are too small, because I've been trying to go So smaller. this guy's a vulture. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, he led, led his team in rush yards, touchdowns, and third in rush attempts. Even though third in rush attempts. I just looked at the Titans. I saw Derek Henry. I was like, yeah, right. <laughs> Third in rush attempts, sure. Okay. okay. He had most yards on his team, too, though. Damn, this is hard because there's a lot of teams that this could easily be a part of. Who would they have given a workhorse to, but then they did not do anything? <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have a couple names popping in my head. I don't, it's, it's interesting. Like I'm just trying to, I'm trying to like go through the teams mentally myself. Oh, Bob's. Yeah, yeah, ding dong. 
I'm just going to go ahead and say third in rush attempts. He's getting the most rush yards and touchdowns. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That alone there is, I'm going to say. These are factual stats, by the way. Singletary. There you go. All right, clue two. This year, this quarterback has already found the end zone with his legs again. And then additionally, this is easy. <laughs> I thought you might get it at the same now, time. Now, I didn't even. I honestly, when the first clue, I didn't even think of other positions. I didn't even. <laughs> that was the trick. <laughs> that was go on and finish your clue. This year, this quarterback has already found the end zone with his legs again. I don't know if I'm gonna f- fuck you or myself right now, but additionally, his current amount of passing touchdowns this year alone matches last year's total of rushing touchdowns. Well, now I'm doubting myself because it's one of two. I'm just going to say Lamar Jackson. It is not no, I did. Lamar So Jackson. it's the other one. Because he has – I don't know if it's the other one. I don't know either. I have to give you the division yet. But but Lamar – this guy has as many passing touchdowns as he had. I don't know how many rushing touchdowns Lamar Jackson had last year. But, yeah. Enough. AFC East. So that would be the Patriots, Bills, Dolphins, and Jets. Last year led their team in rushing and uh, yards and touchdowns. Third in rushing attempts. Rushing touchdown this year so far. So is Josh Allen? It is not Josh Allen, what the my fuck? man. It is Ryan Fitzpatrick. What? Ryan Fitzpatrick led the Dolphins NFL team in rushing yards. What? And rushing touchdowns last what was year. Your, not what even was, a tie. What was your second clue? This he, year. He ran, has a rushing touchdown this year? He already has a rushing touchdown this year. And he has uh, the number of passing touchdowns he has this year is equivalent to the number of rushing t- touchdowns he had last year. So he has four passing touchdowns. So this could also be Josh Allen, though. Uh, I'm gonna look it up. That, if it is, if it is, first of all, that'd be hilarious. That, we would, we haven't considered that. All right, let's let's go. Let's <laughs> let's ding 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 on what. It, so we're gonna we're gonna be right back. <laughs> or do you want to do this live? No, he probably didn't lead it. How many rush yards did he have last year? He led the Dolphins. It was really bad. <laughs> I'll, I'll show you the last bad. year. He had 510. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. He might have been most in... Ah, oh, Singletary had 775. Okay. <laughs> Damn. That was, we have to prepare for that. What if What if we say a clue that there's multiple right answers to? That is, that's crazy. And the same division. That is crazy. Okay, I, I won't have to trim much, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick literally... I'll, I'll pull it up later, but he literally led his team in both rushing yards and rushing touchdowns last year. That is nuts. I was hoping to get like, more out of that this year, and he has... He's not, like, too bad, but there's a couple running backs that have more than him already, which, I mean, makes sense. It shouldn't be like that normally, but Ryan Fitzpatrick, I got away with a zero-pointer. All Thank right. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Fantasy Brewers Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Brewers Pod. Podcast. I keep forgetting. You can also follow Gaskins, us to download Patrick our episodes I started every him week, week last year. any of your favorite podcasting it's, services. There was another like guy. Podbean, was it Kevin Belage? Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Like they just Google kept podcast and rotating through, like, Thanks again for listening. That's just crazy. I'm so upset that I didn't get points. I was really worried that the second clue was like, I, I, you're obviously going to think of like, or not Holmes, uh, Lamar Jackson and stuff, but but I figured once I hit you with Lamar the, Jackson, that might have, the first clue was probably true from Lamar Jackson. Probably. Led team in rush yards, he did. Touchdowns. You didn't say rushing the touchdowns, chance. you said touchdowns. I did, or I, I wrote rushing touchdowns. Oh. I check and he was third in rush attempts. I don't know about third, but maybe he's probably second. Ingram would Ingram. for sure have more, right? Yeah. 
but Jackson was probably second. So it might have been that too. That but then this year, I don't know how many. I don't know how many rushing touchdowns Lamar Jackson had last year, and I, I guess I don't also don't know how many passing touchdowns he has this year. But yeah, that, that was a oh, that was a good one. Damn. All right. Well, you gained one on me. I gained two on you last week. You got. Oh, I got. Yeah, you got right. the one last week. You got all three. But anyway, any fi- any final thoughts? Yeah, I don't think so. Um, I mean, my my one final thought uh, that I'll throw out there is when we uh, stop this recording, I'm gonna make like three separate copies of it, save three separate <laughs> copies uh, because I'm super concerned. And yeah, if you have audio editing software suggestions out there, let me know. I'm using Audacity for free. I'm willing to pay for something if it's not a crazy learning curve. Titans beat the Vikings. They're three zero. That's good. That's nice. Yeah, that's good. Vikings actually look like a team this week. Packers three zero. Packers. The Vikings did look like they a team looked this like week. a team this week. Packers. Oh, I that we didn't even talk about, but I wanted to talk about that end of that Chargers game. I wanted that lateral to work so. Oh, it looked bad. Dope. It looked cool. That lateral that Hunter had. I think it was Henry caught it. And lateraled it quick to Eckler, but it was a little behind Eckler. Man. But if he would have caught it, he had a he had one defender in his way that yeah. he, from the end zone that he might have even gotten around. Would have been an amazing game winning touchdown. That would have been absolutely incredible. It would have been amazing. Just missed it. I I don't even care that it was Eckler who would have gotten me a lot of points. <laughs> I just thought it would have been an amazing yeah. play. I don't know if we talked about it on the show before, but that there was the that play last year with uh, Sean McCoy and Travis Kelsey on the Chiefs. Yeah. That was cool, too. I think we did talk about it before. Uh, Patriots move up to 2-1 and one after beating the Raiders. It's an interesting season. It the, the teams are A lot of teams are all over the place. A lot of teams you don't really know yet. I'm talking Bears. Yeah. I'm talking Colts. I don't have a read Raiders on it. Cowboys, they're just cow. They're being as disappointing as normal. I'm feeling... I'm trying to not be biased and feel really good about the Packers. I think the the Falcons, you know, maybe I'm reading too much into how they just threw two games the last two weeks. But, you know, the Bucks after that is a tough matchup, but they played well enough against the Saints. So, I don't know. On to week four. I'm ready for some more football, but I'm probably not until Sunday because that Thursday night matchup is trash. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>